Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant claimed on Monday, February 5th, that the Hamas leadership is, quote, on the run as the Israeli military pushes further south in the Gaza Strip. The IDF ground operation in the southern city of Khan Yunus will, quote, soon achieve its goals as troops advance southward on the city of Rafah, the last remaining Hamas stronghold, Sekalant in a televised briefing. Our forces, quote, operate on the ground in most of the territory of the Gaza Strip, he said. Special IDF units have been operating in the tunnels in Khan Yunus for several weeks in an attempt to catch or kill the Hamas leaders. The IDF recently entered most of the central locations in the strategic tunnel system under the city, according to the two Israeli defense officials. This progress has led the Israeli military to to believe that it is getting closer to Hamas chief Yahya Sinwar. In an overnight airstrike in central Gaza's Deir al-Bala, the IDF reported killing a PIJ terrorist who had participated in the October 7th attack on Kibbutz Nir Oz. In western Khan Yunus, the IDF mentioned that the 98th Division was moving to clear out new areas, encountering numerous operatives dressed in civilian clothing, some even wearing tzitzis to fool Israeli soldiers, both above and below ground, as well as targeting Hamas infrastructure. The IDF further reported that over the last day, troops had killed dozens of terrorists and captured around 80 terror suspects in western Khan Yunus, including several involved in the October 7th massacre. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres has commissioned an independent review of the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees, the UNRWA, the primary UN entity providing humanitarian aid in Gaza. Scheduled to commence on February 14th, this external review will run concurrently with an ongoing investigation by the UN Office of Internal Oversight Services, the OIOS, into allegations from Israel regarding UNRWA personnel's involvement in the October 7th attacks linked to Hamas. A recent confidential assessment conducted by Israeli intelligence has shed light on a grim reality. At least 32 of the 136 hostages believed to still be held in Gaza have died since the start of the conflict, a figure higher than previously disclosed by authorities. Israeli military officials speaking anonymously to discuss the sensitive matter revealed that families of the 32 confirmed deceased hostages have been informed of their loved one's fate. Additionally, officers are investigating unconfirmed intelligence, suggesting that at least 20 more hostages may have also perished. A delegation comprising of six families of Israelis kidnapped and murdered in the October 7th Hamas massacre faced a surprising setback during their visit to the Colorado State Capitol on Monday, February 5th. Despite arrangements made on behalf of the Diaspora and Foreign Affairs Ministries, The delegation was denied entry to the chambers of the Colorado House of Representatives by House Speaker Julie McCluskey. McCluskey defended her decision, stating that she believed holding a joint meeting in the Senate would ensure a, quote, respectful environment for the Israeli families. Quote, we must respect the deep personal connections members in this chamber have to this ongoing tragedy, she said, adding that she had concerns about the long-term impact on bipartisan collaboration if the issue continued to be brought into the House chamber. Number 2 
On Monday, February 5th, Buckingham Palace announced that King Charles III has been diagnosed with cancer. The king had been hospitalized the previous month for treatment, during which a separate concerning issue was identified. Although the specific type of cancer was not disclosed, subsequent diagnostic tests confirmed its presence. King Charles, who ascended to the throne in September of 2022 at the age of 73, following the passing of his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, has been the heir apparent for a record 70 years. While undergoing regular cancer treatment, he will step back from public-facing duties, but will continue state business and official paperwork as usual. Remaining optimistic about his treatment, the King looks forward to resuming full public duty at the earliest opportunity, according to Buckingham Palace. The decision to disclose his diagnosis was made to prevent speculation and contribute to public understanding of cancer's impact globally. In response to the news, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak expressed well wishes for the King's full and speedy recovery, confident that he will return to full strength very soon. Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer also extended wishes for a swift recovery on behalf of the Labour Party. Prince William, the heir to the throne, has been absent from public engagements recently as he tends to his wife Catherine, the Princess of Wales, recovering from surgery. Additionally, Prince Harry, who resides in the United States with his wife Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, and stepped back from royal duties in 2020, is expected to travel back to the UK to be with his father in the coming days. Number three. The 30-year fixed mortgage rate, a widely popular indicator, surpassed 7% on Monday, February 5th, for the first time since December, reaching 7.04%, as reported by Mortgage News Daily. This follows the most significant increase in over a year, triggered by a robust January employment report that exceeded expectations. The rates saw further escalation on Monday following a monthly manufacturing report that also showed strong results. Mortgage rates have experienced significant fluctuations since the summer, briefly reaching a 20-year high of 8% in October before sharply declining. Investors interpreted signals that the Federal Reserve would conclude its recent phase of interest rate increases, contributing to the decline. Although mortgage rates don't directly mirror the Fed's actions, they loosely follow the yield on the 10-year Treasury, which is heavily influenced by the Fed's economic outlook. As mortgage rates decreased in the past two months, buyers appeared to be returning to the market, coinciding with a slight increase in homes for sale. However, overall inventory remains historically low, maintaining intense competition and sustaining high home prices. Despite a strong job market contributing positively to the upcoming spring buying season, Michael Fratantoni, the chief economist at the Mortgage Bankers Association, noted that mortgage rates are unlikely to drop significantly further. While mortgage applications for home purchases have been steadily increasing, a recent rise in mortgage rates led to a decline in the last few weeks. As the crucial spring housing market approaches, rates become increasingly important especially considering the persistently high and rising home prices. In December, the median price of an existing home sold reached $382,600, marking a 4.4% increase from December of 2022. With affordability becoming a crucial factor, even minor fluctuations in rates significantly impact monthly payments, potentially costing or saving buyers over $200 a month on a median price home with just a half percentage point swing. Thanks for tuning in to the top three segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.